You are listening to Road Bike Action Magazine's Bike Tech with assistant editor Michael White. Michael, always a pleasure. Thanks very much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, George. Always a pleasure for me, too. Now, we're going to be talking about some pretty cool stuff today. SRAM electronics, and then we're also going to get into some computers, I think, correct? Uh, that's correct. So, SRAM's new electronic, that was kind of the hit of Interbike, wouldn't you say? It certainly was. Uh, SRAM uh, had a global press launch for their new uh, ETAP, or excuse me, Red ETAP Road Group uh, a few weeks prior to Interbike, and I, I was actually fortunate enough to be a part of that over in uh, Schweinfurt, Germany. And uh, again, a few weeks later, they unveiled it over at Interbike and yeah, really took the show by storm. Uh, Road Bike Action, we were part of the annual Interbike Awards, and we actually gave our Best in Show Award uh, to SRAM Red ETAP. What is it about that system that makes it special, unique? Well, uh, what what really makes it unique is that it's SRAM's first entry into electronic uh, road drivetrains. Uh, Shimano's had one, obviously, for several years in their DI2 system, uh, and also Campagnolo introduced their EPS electronic system a few years ago. So SRAM was really a bit off the back uh, as far as the electronic drivetrains go. And uh, secretly, they've, they've been working on this for, for at least four years. Um, so it's something they've definitely had on their radar, and uh, they've invested a lot of time and resources into it. And uh, it, it, it's a pretty unique system. And really what makes it unique compared to the other two, uh, the other two major players being you know, Shimano and Campagnolo, is the fact that Red ETAP is uh, not only electronic, it's wireless. And how does that system work? It sounds really clean. Um, and I'm sure you've tested so many bikes with electronic shifting. How do you feel that it's been catching on in the market? Is there still pushback toward it? You know, electronic shifting in general, I think it's been accepted very well. Uh, Shimano has reported some great sales numbers for their systems. Uh, Campagnolo, theirs is a bit more of a luxury item, as pretty much all Campagnolo uh, products are. Um, it's a bit more expensive than comparable Shimano electronic drivetrains, uh, but they've been seeing some good sales numbers as well. So the market has definitely embraced electronic shifting over the past couple of years, and uh, there there are definitely still some advantages to having a mechanical system. Uh, the, the main one being cost. It's much much cheaper to have a mechanical, you know, cable actuated shifting system on your bike. Uh, but for those who have a little bit of extra money to spend, electronic shifting is a great option and. Uh, and, again, we've been seeing a lot of good sales numbers for it. So just kind of compare the SRAM shifting to Campagnolo and Shimano. Well, what, uh, again, what makes SRAM unique is that it's wireless. So uh, I, I would say one of the biggest features, uh, even before you get on the bike and start riding with it, is the installation process. Uh, SRAM Mechanics actually walked me through uh, the full official installation process for Red ETAP. Uh, during the Golo press launch in Germany. And I think that was a really eye-opening experience for myself and, and several other attendees. Um, essentially, what Red ETAP is, it's a system of four components. You have a left and a right shifter, and you have a front derailleur and a rear derailleur. Uh, it works in conjunction with SRAM's uh, pre-existing crank set, so there's no new crank set to go along with the system. Uh, it, it will have a, a slightly different graphics package than the mechanical uh, Red 22 uh, drivetrain, uh, but really the, the core of the system is those four electronic components. So from an installation standpoint, really the, the four components, the shifters and the derailleurs, they bolt onto your bike just like 
really any shifter and any derailleur. And uh, they, they, the, 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 the most interesting thing is though, they don't have any cables or wires to attach between them. Uh, for the shifters, you still have to obviously run brake lines for, for your, for your brakes and those working conjunction with SRAM red brakes. Uh, rim brakes only. It's uh, not, no disc brakes available for right now. But, uh, again, you have to run the brake lines, but there are no shifter cables to run and no shifting wires to run through your bike. Uh, it's a huge step, um, uh, a huge time saving step that you don't have to go through. Uh, and also, if you if you're running uh, internally routed wires or cables on your on your frame, uh, you don't have to run those wires or cables. And so again, it's going to save you a lot of time, potentially save you a lot of headaches too for those with internal routing. And uh, it's a simple process of uh, pairing them all together, pretty much like you would with most any modern smartphone or other electronic device. Just press a couple buttons. It's you know, it's certain uh, in a certain sequence, and really the that process takes about 30 seconds. So, huge time saving, and uh, again, a very very easy easy installation. Price in line with the others? Yeah, the price for uh, Red ETAP is sits right in between uh, Shimano's Ultegra and uh, DI or excuse me, Dura's DI2 systems. So, according to the numbers that we we're able to come up with, uh, Red ETAP. Uh, complete group set uh, is going to retail for about right about twenty seven hundred dollars, and that includes the uh, shifters, derailleurs, uh, crank set, and uh, an equivalent group set uh, from Shimano. The Altegra is going to retail for a little over uh, two thousand dollars retail price for all the components, and Durace Di two is going to retail for right about thirty six hundred dollars. So again, Ready Taps in pretty much right in the middle between those two. Uh, so very comparable pricing, very competitive pricing. Uh, Camping Yellow, they're a bit more expensive, as I mentioned. They're still seen as, as definitely more of a luxury product. Uh, those are going to be retailing for about $4,000 for the record EPS group and about $4,800 for the super record EPS group. And those are all, again, those are all numbers that we've been able to call together from official uh, official numbers from those respective companies uh, with you know comparable uh, equipment choices. Now, this might be a very basic question, but we have a lot of listeners in the Northwest, Portland, Seattle area. Uh, any thoughts about wireless in wet riding, in rain, heavy rain, mud? You know, that's that's still a concern today, and it, it was definitely a, a much bigger concern uh, a few years ago when the electronic shifting really first came, uh, came about. Um, many people wondered, Obviously, would any kind of rain or mud or, or, or dirty conditions, would that affect the electronic components? Would that uh, deteriorate the wires? Would that uh, interrupt any of the connections between the electronic components? And really what we've seen in the past couple of years with both Shimano and Camping Yellow is, is that no, um, these systems are, are, are developed and they're tested uh, to rigorous standards. And uh, certainly there's, there, there will always be the odd you know, malfunction that you can find uh, in any product, but in in the experience of Shimano and Campanello, from what we've seen, um, you know these systems have been run in wet weather, uh, you know hundreds of thousands of miles from from amateurs and and, and uh, just general avid cyclists who are using the system. And then they've also been used in the pro peloton and the pro road racing peloton and in the, in wet races and wet events in the rain and also in the mud and cyclocross. There's been a lot of uh, cyclocross racers who utilize the Shimano drivetrain, and uh, that's I think that's as good as endorsement as anything with with the way uh, those guys ride and in those types of conditions. 
uh, SRAM, speaking for SRAM, uh, obviously it's a new product, so we don't have any uh, long-term durability uh, evidence, but everything we've been led to believe from the other two systems and also from what we've heard from SRAM in regards to their uh, testing protocols and their, um, you know, their prototypes and various things like that, they, they test the system uh, to very rigorous standards in wet weather. Um, they've even there was a display. I believe it was at Interbike. It may not have been Interbike. May have been at the uh, the Global Press launch in Germany. But they had uh, several of the components submerged in a close to a meter of water, and they were still able to demonstrate that the products are still actuating. All the signals are still working. And to me, that was a, a very clear demonstration that the system is watertight, and uh, most people shouldn't really encounter any problems with it. That's excellent, and I really left out some of our other wet climates. We have a big following in the UK and Ireland as well. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, this question came in. I, I think it's a bit of a joke, but it, it also kind of got me thinking, when do you think electronic brakes might come on the market? You know, honestly, that's, uh, that's something that I've heard a few times, mostly like you mentioned, kind of as a, as a joke comment. Um, but I think that's a very, actually a valid question in this day and age. Um, I personally, I don't know. That's really not something I've, I've thought too much about. Um, I, I'm not an engineer. I don't have uh, that kind of technical background. But uh, to me, it, it would seem very difficult to create some kind of electronic brake. Um, perhaps an electronic actuated brake is what, uh, is what the, the, the person asking the question meant. Um, so maybe that could very well be something we could see down the line. Now, we also wanted to talk about some computers today. Can we get into those? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to uh, take a look at two new computers from uh, two different companies, from uh, Lazine and also from Wahoo. And uh, what makes these computers unique is that these two companies are offering uh, GPS-enabled computers um, along the lines of uh, Garmin, which is far and away the, the most dominant player in the market of GPS-enabled cycling computers. All right, Michael, I got a question specifically asking about the design, uh, but I'm wondering if the Wahoo as well. Are these Bluetooth compatible? Uh, yes, both computers are Bluetooth. And uh, actually, I, should, I guess I shouldn't say both computers. Um, Lazine is actually offering a full line of computers. They have three different models uh, within, their, within their range. Uh, one's called the Mini. The next one up is called the Power. The next one up is called the Super. Um, all three of those are Bluetooth as well as AMP Plus compatible, uh, as is the new Wahoo Elements. It is. Now, another question came in uh, from a Rhonda Neuer, actually. And this person is wondering, Will if, if you go through, say, Ride with GPS, can you take the TCX mm -hmm. file, download it into either one of these computers as you can a Garmin? Okay, so that would be for, I, I'm assuming, turn-by-turn -turn directions? Correct. Okay, yeah. Um, so for Lazine, uh, Lazine is actually not offering turn-by-turn -turn directions at this time. Uh, we did hear from some of their engineers that that's something they're working on, and that may actually be a firmware, uh, something as simple as a firmware update down the road uh, or something they may put into a different model uh, eventually within the next year or so. Um, so that's not something you'd find from Lazine. However, the new Wahoo Element does indeed have turn-by-turn -turn directions. Um, it's a bit more basic compared to a Garmin, uh, specifically the, the more expensive Garmins like the, uh, the one, like the Edge 1000, uh, which has a very clear, very crisp screen with a great mapping and turn-by-turn, -turn, uh, but it's also much more expensive. 
um, coming in at right around $500. Um, the Waku Elements, right about $330, and it also does have the turn-by-turn directions. And what price point are the Lazines? Uh, the three Lazines are, uh, they're all under $200. Uh, the Mini starts off at $140. The mid-range power model starts off at $170. And the uh, highest end of the line, the Super, is uh, right about $200. And have you been able to use any of these? Um, say, out of Gravel Palooza? I love the picture of you out there. <laughs> uh, personally, I have actually not used these yet. Uh, Wahoo is still in the process of collecting some samples for media reviews. Uh, so we're, we're eagerly anticipating uh, getting one soon. And uh, those will actually go on sale sometime towards the late, probably within the next few weeks or next month or so. Uh, maybe even rolling into 2016. They're still trying to um, still trying to get everything ready for distribution. Uh, the Lazine, we actually did have a chance to try out the uh, the mini uh, Cypher computer. Um, I personally did not get to write it, but it ha- is something that uh, some of the other editors at Road Bike Action Magazine have used, and they've said some uh, some very good things about it. And how about the usability, readability? Uh, I'm sure you've looked at that. I certainly have looked at that. I've definitely you know, played around with some samples uh, at Interbike and, and, again, the one that we have at, at our office from Lozine. Uh Readability looks very, very great, um, particularly on the Wahoo. I think um, from a fit and finish standpoint, uh, again, just the sample model that I was able to play around with, the Wahoo really seems, um, really seems just very high quality. Uh, the, the display, the clarity of the, the fonts and the numbers seems really right about Right about on par with the Garmin, which which you know I, I would consider that a compliment to Wahoo. So it sounds like these actually might be available for the holiday season, but also might not. But kind of keep an eye out. When when would people be able to find out if the product's been released? Uh, well, I'd check out uh, if you're interested in the Wahoo, which I, I'm 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 a big fan of. I'm really really excited to get get my hands on one of those and really try it out. Uh, that. Again, that should be available soon. I'd recommend probably going to Wahoo's website, and uh, I think they'll they'll definitely have all the you know updated information there. Uh, from Lazine's standpoint, though, all of the Lazine computers have been available for a few months now, so you can you can buy any of those. They're all on the market. And uh, again, if you're looking for for a new cycling computer, uh, something that I think most riders would say it's 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 an essential piece of their equipment. Um, of course, there's always the there's always the benefits of riding, you know, without a computer, kind of get lost and just enjoying the ride. Um, there's a lot to be said for that. But I personally try and always ride with a computer just to have a little bit of data that I can go by. Um, and also that GPS function, you know, that's a great benefit. Um, so if you're looking for something like that, Lazine has three models that I mentioned. They're, they all function incredibly well. Uh, I think they're all very, very well priced. And you can find those. Uh, you can find those at your local bike shop right now. So they would also work in conjunction with a power meter? Uh, yes, that's correct. They are. They're uh, both, uh, both uh, lines from Wahoo and Lazine are AMP Plus compatible, uh, as well as Bluetooth compatible, as we talked about. So any, any power meter that functions on, on the AMP Plus protocol, uh, which is pretty much most any power meter on the market, you can, uh, you can certainly pair it up with your, with your computer. Uh, and if you could just tell us the hottest topic right now on the Road Bike Action website. Road Bike Action website. Well, the, uh, the hottest story right now that we just posted this morning, uh, news came in from, from uh, over in Europe, is that uh, Fabian Cancellara, the pro rider, uh, he's getting ready to, to retire at the end of next season, at the end of 2016. 
that's currently our most trending article right now. Uh, and that's sort of breaking news, as it were. Uh, on the tech side of things, though, which is you know definitely our forte, we have two stories up, which are getting plenty of traction. Uh, one of those is a test of the Shimano uh, Dura-Ace 9000 pedals and also the uh, R321 shoes, uh, the road shoes that uh, Shimano is, uh, uh, currently has at the top of their line. Uh, we have a full review of those. And we also have uh, a, a bike test of the Specialized Diverge gravel bike. Uh, and anyone who listened to our, our gravel bike episode last week, uh, I think we'll definitely want to check out, uh, check out our test of the Specialized Diverge. And how about Road Bike Action Magazine? What can people uh, find in the current edition? Well, current edition right now is still on sale for November cover date issue. Uh, goes much more into detail about uh, what we talked about today, George. Uh, SRAM Red ETAP electronic wireless shifting. Uh, we also do a great uh, first ride review of the Trek Madone, uh, the latest version from the folks at Wisconsin. And uh, we also have a great gallery of uh, new bikes and products from Eurobike. Uh, one thing I will uh, sort of tease a little bit is that we do have a special edition issue coming out very soon. Uh, it is our annual uh, Buyer's Guide special edition. Uh, special issue all about new bikes coming your way next year. Uh, new bikes and products, a whole bunch of uh, uh, buying guides and how-to articles. Uh, and that's something that's actually not available to our subscribers. Uh, it's a special issue. It's only available on newsstands and in bookstores. And that will be going on sale uh, within, within the next few weeks. Assistant Editor Michael White, thank you very much for another edition of Bike Tech, Road Bike Action Magazine. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, George. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.